Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we see if the era of super apps in India is over before it even began. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. If you are someone who has great communication skills and are enthusiastic to join our team, Ditto is looking to recruit new insurance advisors. You don't even have to know much about insurance. We will train you from scratch and you can enjoy working remotely with a great team. So if you are interested or you know someone who is, please check out the links in the description below. What's a super app anyway? Well, think of a digital mall, a place where you can talk to your friends, buy anything you want and maybe do some banking on top. If this digital mall were an application that runs on your phone, maybe you could call it a super app, meaning customers could theoretically book hotel rooms, buy groceries, shop for clothes, secure loans, get medicines and do a bunch of other stuff all in one place. And everyone wants to build one. Tata, Adani, Ambani, Vijay Shekhar, Sharma, everyone. But why? Well, what do you do when you take a break from work for a minute? Do you look outside at the trees or the birds or let the glow of your phone light up your face? I'm guessing the phone wins. And that means the most valuable real estate in the world these days is in your pocket. Now the thing is, phones don't have infinite space. If you load and install too many apps, you run the risk of your phone freezing and hanging up on you. So a company thinks, what if I simply gave them one app that would allow them to shop, bank and book services seamlessly? They will only need to download my app. It sounds like a no-brainer, doesn't it? It's the perfect opportunity to execute the humble cross-selling strategy, the holy grail for any business. Take the Tata Neo app. You might fire it up to buy groceries via Big Basket, but suddenly you see an alluring sale for apparel on West Side. Or that fancy vacation for a two-nights, three-day stay at the Taj that tempts you. Maybe you'll see Tata Capital's low home loan rates and you begin wondering if now is the right time to buy your dream home. The app captures you. A super app is a company's walled garden. It's the perfect space to deploy a cross-selling blitzkrieg. They simply have to get the customer to one place, a single app, and on paper, it's a perfect idea. But in reality... It's not a cakewalk to execute. Like the Tata Neo experience. When we tweeted the news about Tata Neo missing its sales target by 50%, a lot of our social media users jumped into the conversation. They wanted to share their two cents. And let's just say that people weren't surprised by the news. Also, they weren't happy with the app. At all. Here's one comment we got. Tata Neo is the most complicated app to use. It's slow. And every transaction, it asks for a login. Then why is it called a super app if you log in for each and every section? 1MG, Big Basket or Tata Play are much faster than Tata New. Sure, cramming too many features could slow down an app and companies can't afford to have a slow app. Deloitte found that getting a mobile e-commerce site to load faster by even 0.1 seconds has a big impact. Conversions rise by 8% and customers spend 9% more money. Also, let's face reality. Life is simpler when the app has a clear purpose. If the interface is cluttered, you're always searching for the function you want. When we downloaded the Tata new app, the first thing that stared us in the face was check your credit score instantly for free. It was quite jarring and annoying and the home page is an endless scroll of unrelated things. Deals on detergents, mobile phones, food, holidays and even digital gold. There's a cognitive overload. People don't like that. And it happens even on standalone apps. Take Instagram for instance. People loved it because it had a single use case. Photos and just photos. 
But the moment Instagram started pushing short videos and getting into e-commerce territory, people were livid. Then there's the matter of what draws people to the app anyway. Another of our followers pointed out, Tata New was a very bad implementation of what a super app should be. You can't just fill your app with all the features and expect people to just use it. The organic way is to have one service for which people would keep coming back to the app and then build on top of it. Basically, you need a core asset that people use regularly and then nudge them into other services. Not a hodgepodge of services, but one that adds value. Take a dating app for instance. What happens after you swipe right and hit it off with the right person? You'll probably set up a date at a restaurant or a cafe or at a pub. You'll probably shop for an outfit, maybe book an appointment at a salon and then take a taxi to and from the date. That's the extended ecosystem the dating app can tap into. And even if it doesn't build out all these features on its own, it could get third-party partners into the platform. The app would be able to take a cut off the revenue. It would get more data about user behavior and it even gets more of your mind share. The features are complementary. It's within the same ecosystem and it could work. Or maybe it won't work at all. Just look at WhatsApp in India. It has nearly 500 million users. It can sell anything or launch any service and people will use it, right? Not exactly. See, when it launched WhatsApp payments over UPI, everyone thought it would be a runaway success simply because millions of people also use UPI for payments to friends and stores. Integrating payments along with the core feature of messaging just made sense. But so far, things haven't worked out for WhatsApp. It only has a measly 0.1% share of UPI payments. The flywheel isn't kicking in. Maybe that's because there are established apps with loyal followers in almost every sector you can think of already. People are loyal to phone pay and Google pay when it comes to UPI. It's tough to break that habit. It's possible, but tough. Maybe at the end of it all, it boils down to this. Maybe people like the one app, one purpose model. Cross-selling doesn't work. Ergo, super apps will fail. Or as another Twitter user pointed out, an inorganic assembly of diverse and inconsistent experiences is likely to fail. A smartphone is a super app. All apps I need are accessible as icons. If I need to click two separate icons for booking flights and then buying groceries on a super app, then what's the difference? Maybe we've all been fooled by the super app marketing gimmick. Maybe there's no such thing as a super app that can do everything. At least that's what TN Hari, author and startup veteran thinks. See, Make My Trip started off as an online platform for booking air tickets, but people did not have an issue visiting the airline website to book tickets. After all, it's not like there were thousands of airlines to choose from anyway. So Make My Trip included the next big thing, hotels. Because there are thousands of hotels out there, and it's always a pain to find a good one. How would a traveler from Bengaluru to Assam know which hotel to book? Then came booking entire holiday packages too, end to end. Make My Trip was becoming a travel super app. And maybe that should be the definition of a super app. Be exceptionally good at one segment, not be a jack of all trades. In any case, let us know what you think about this. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.